Hello. Welcome. Uh, I'm 24. I go by 24 on the internet. Um, you know, I have a video gaming sports podcast. 24's podcast. But, um, you know, right now, I've kind of, you know, I, like, I don't really know how to start off this episode. This is kind of going to be a weird episode because, um, normally speaking on like a Thursday, I would be, you know, shooting and recording my third sports podcast of the week, my fourth overall of the week. And, um, that's not going to happen today. I said yesterday that I was going to, um, you know, that I was going to have a sports podcast today, but unfortunately it kind of would have also have meant that I would have, I don't want to say it would have had like a bad sports podcast tomorrow, but I just wouldn't have had one that had kind of continuity because I would have essentially had blown all of my material on today's podcast. So, you know, today is a blessing and a curse. So why exactly aren't we going to, you know, talk about sports here today? Well, short, sweet, and simple. I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima for like six to seven hours. I'm a, I have a problem, you know? Uh, no, I've been playing it for like six, seven hours. No, no lie. Maybe more than that today. And I'm just at the end of Act 2. And Act 2 is act two of three. There's three acts in the video game encompassing three different parts of the island of Tsushima. And I'm on the third act, and the third act will essentially encompass the final act of the video game. Final part where, you know, the whole video game essentially takes place. Maybe not takes place, but like the end of the video game, I guess, takes place, I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't really know. And um, if you've ever played Ghost of Tsushima, you know that at the end of the second act, beginning of the third is when a lot of the main tropes of the story kind of like turn and twist on its head. And even a little bit before that, like midway through act two, really do things really, really start to heat up. And um, I've been like, I've been kind of just playing Ghost of Tsushima for the last couple of hours. And I've been, I, I mean, I have not wanted to stop playing Ghost of Tsushima. So once again, here we are. Hours later. Can you hear that? My controller is emanating wind right now because wind is like an important part of the video game. I'll explain that potentially. But um, I don't really know how long this episode of the podcast is going to be. This may be a 20 minute long episode. This may be like a 10 minute long episode. But essentially, I'm just going to be talking about you know, my experience with Ghost of Tsushima so far and why it's taking me forever to beat the video game and also why we're um, not going to talk about sports here today. Also, I won't be revealing any spoilers in the podcast as well. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Wait. Also, uh, got to apologize for yesterday's podcast. The audio was terrible for like a good 20 to 30 minutes so i'm gonna kind of just like and i didn't realize it i kind of just like i got it like 
if it sounds like I'm quieter, it's because I, my my microphone is so far back. I mean, it's it's way it's further back than like I would normally think to have it at. But it's I don't know. Like I stand and I sit whenever I record, so it's like everything just can it, like I don't record with my microphone like like literally right next to me or whatever. So it's going to sound weird. I apologize if it sounds weird, but it probably won't sound as janked up as it did yesterday. So, you know, bear with me on this. <clears throat> so why am I like, why did I like, first and foremost, I didn't really plan to like procrastinate as much as I did when it came, when it came to, um, to making the podcast, I kind of just meant to like play some Ghost of Tsushima and then like peace out and then you know, and then record the podcast and then just like, you know, and then to like, 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 like freaking handle my business today. But technically, I mean, this is a video gaming podcast as well. So it's like, like, yeah, like, like this is kind of what I do, but it's not necessarily probably why you're here. You're probably here to hear me talk about draft stuff and football and basketball and all that good stuff. Again, we're going to get into it today. I'm recording this like at 1 o'clock in the morning. Again, I've been a very, very busy bee in Ghost of Tsushima. I've been playing it once again, six, seven hours. And, um, dude, it's awesome. Like I, like, I talked about how much I loved this game like a year ago, almost. And it's like a year later, I'm still freaking playing this game, and it's still like stupidly awesome i mean it is it's so incredible so if you don't know anything about ghost of shishimo again i won't be spoiling I'll, I'll essentially spoil like the first hour of the game again it's a year old game so it's like some of this is fair game other parts of it isn't but essentially the video game is about this guy his name is jen sakai Jin Sakai is this samurai on this island in, in, um, or it's, I think it's this island off the coast of Japan. It's called Tsushima. Tsushima is where him and a bunch of other families, rich families called clans, they live, stuff like that. And during the Mongol invasion, the samurai of Tsushima, they meet the Mongols on the beach. It's, and, and it essentially ends... It's like the reverse of, like, D-Day in World War II. Just a massacre of epic proportions. Except uh, the invaders don't get massacred. The defenders do. The samurai do. And the samurai are all about fighting with honor and integrity and tradition. And they get massacred massacred on the beach essentially there's only two samurai left on the island jen sakai and his uncle uh shimura i think that's his name and jen essentially goes on this epic quest of maybe not redemption but revenge he's trying to essentially push back the invaders the mongols and he kind of like realizes this is a little bit of a spoiler towards the end of Acts 2, but he, like, realized... But it's also, like, a prominent theme without the video game. He essentially, like, realizes that the way of the samurai, this honor, this integrity that 
you know, he was raised up, this code, this creed that he had throughout the entirety of his life. He's probably 30 to 35, maybe 40 years old. But this code that he's lived by for his entire life, like, it's useless. It's it's not, it, it doesn't work against the invaders. And he kind of, like, tries to figure out, like, okay, how can I on how can I beat the invaders? I'm not trying to beat them with honor and integrity and in the way of the samurai. And I think it's called the, the Bushido Code and stuff like that. Like, the samurai essentially on the beaches, um, I, I forgot what the beach's name is. I, again, it's been a while since I played the beginning of this game. But it's like on the beaches, um, during literally the first scene of the game, you like witness literally the, the death of like hundreds of samurai. But like literally on those beaches, your uncle and your your samurai brothers, they, they challenge the Mongols. They say, send your best warrior and we'll, and we'll send our best warrior, right? And the Mongol invaders just straight up use like some black powder and they murder. They set like this guy on fire. They straight up murder him, right? Again, it's like it happens literally within the first couple of minutes of the video game. Murder him, right? And so from that point on, it's essentially bad news bears for the samurai of Tsushima. And they all die once again. Um, besides you and your uncle. And the Mongols take over Tsushima and a lot of bad stuff happens. A lot of people die. A lot of people become enslaved. A lot of people are not happy with the Mongols. And even the interesting part about the, the video game is that there's so many different like inner workings within the um within the families right within the clans on Tsushima Island so there's the Sakai clan there's the Shimura uh, clan there's a bunch of and clans are essentially just families right like it's like imagine if they were like mobsters or whatever like like they're essentially just families right and Jin is a part of one of the one of the clans and he's like the head of the clan he's a he's the head of the the um the Sakai clan, right? The clan that he comes from, his father's clan, right? And he's, you know, and he takes over and he's, you know, and he's the guy that, that, um, that, that's, he's the lone samurai who has to take on all of these fucking Mongols or whatever. And he, like, throughout the first mission, throughout the first phase, he's trying, he's just trying to find people, try to find, you know, survivors, you know, from the massacre, whether it's other samurai whether it's, oh my God, am I killing people? Like normal people? No, I'm not. Okay. You know, he's trying to find like survivors from the, from the beach. He's trying to find other samurai. He's just trying to find survivors and try to keep people alive. Right. But in the second act, he kind of like, it kind of like, he kind of comes to grips with what he's willing to sacrifice for victory. And it's this interesting transition from Kind of him dabbling with, you know, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of something that I can't spoil for you. Like, uh, you know, I'll spoil something. Like, he uses poison in the video game. And again, this this goes with, like, the theme of honor and integrity, right? You know, the samurai, they face their enemies head on. They don't 
sneak and, you know, stab people in the back. Like the first time that you stealthily kill somebody is, you know, is frowned upon by Jin's uncle and, and by, you know, um, other people. They're like, that's not the way of the samurai. The samurai, they, they walk up to their enemies. They approach their enemies. They, they say, here I am. I'm, I'm right in front of you. And that, and, but Jin, he realizes that that's why a lot of samurai are dead. So he changes the way that he fights. He adapts. And even the um, Kota Khan, I believe that's what his name is. I think that's the Mongols leader's name, the Khan. Kota or Kotan Khan. He's like the leader of the Mongols. He says, you know, uh, like during this monologue, and it was this great monologue, he's like, listen, like the samurai, they, they operate in these codes of honor and integrity and all this other stuff. And it's, it's what makes them so predictable and so easily exploitable. But the ghost, you play as the ghost, Jen Sky, is like he's a legend now. He's a parable. But the ghost, Jen Sky, he is adaptable. He's a survivor. He'll do anything and everything within his power to make sure that, you know, the people that he's protecting, the island you know, is liberated from the Mongol invaders. He'll do everything, including betraying his, his, um, his samurai code. And it's a very interesting, it's like a very interesting little premise where it's like, you know, there's some people around him who are still operating in that samurai code. And, and again, there's this, there's this part, this very specific part, there's multiple specific parts in act two that kind of, break Jin. Maybe not break him is the best way, but it's but it's it's not necessarily like he's a broken man. It's more along the lines that he just changes his philosophy. Or he's like, you know, this isn't working at all and we keep dying. So instead of fucking dying all the time, we're gonna fucking change up the game and we're going to we're going to beat them at their own game. We're going to beat them at their savageness. Hold on. I gotta, like, do something really, really quickly. Hold on. I'm not gonna say what it is. Where's the fire? Where's the fire? Oh, my God. I already screwed this up. Jesus Christ. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I was supposed to do something, and I kind of did it incorrectly. And Long story short, I'm fighting on a frozen lake of ice. Which, if you've, once again, if you've played Ghost of Tsushima, you kind of know where I am. Again, I'm in the third act, but it's, like, considering, like, essentially the majority of Tsushima Island is this, like, you know, is is this wide open frontier field area. And then this area that I'm in is just literally this frozen tundra where I'm, like, standing on thousands of feet of ice you know, this frozen lake. It's just a different dichotomy. I apologize if the sound sounded weird. But going back to Jen, right? So Jen, you know, there's this point where he, you know, comes to grips with his own, with his own philosophies and stuff like that. And he's like, Again, we're not winning. We have to find a way to win. If, like, if we're supposed to free the island, we got to do, 
we got to do it any way we can because again i don't want to have to witness the beach you know and he always and it's such a really i don't want to make that like it's an awesome callback because it's just it's it's it happens that he always like a lot of the motivations to what he does in this video game are like ever present throughout the entirety of the video game i mean it's just oh my gosh he doesn't want to have another beach he doesn't want to have another fucking d-day he doesn't want to have to send in soldiers and samurai to their death needlessly following this dumb code of honor and integrity when you're a your enemy doesn't fight and b it's like they'll like 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 you're losing way more men than than you have and you'll die and he understands that and it's interesting always to see this like this dichotomy between like you know the people who respect that code that honor system and then jen who's like bro i'm past that shit i'm so done with honor and integrity and i'm all for stabbing people in the back because these motherfuckers will do it in a heartbeat because we're and he always says it he always he always classifies it as we are at war we are dying and they are fucking killing us and we can't fucking fight the same way that we've um, fought for centuries and he does it so fucking quickly but he but it's it's not like one of those phony like character things that um that you see in like movies and television where you know for some weird reason this character that acts in this very very specific way for an entire movie or tv show or whatever but then he just transitions into this other thing it's like no like you see jen like constantly questioning the way that he's doing things you constantly see him be like bro this isn't working you know we got to do shit different now and you see him do it throughout the entirety of the game from when they lost on the beaches to like even now when he's like when he's like um when he's like um when he's trying to like you know, fight a very, I'm not going to spoil things, but it's like when he's trying to like fight a very, very specific group of people. And he's like, he's always questioning his philosophy because he's like, bro, like, I just, I don't know if what we're doing is winning. And he's like, yeah, it's not. Let's, let's fucking change the game. And he does. He learns different tactics. He, again, he, he learns to, instead of being a samurai he learns to be a ninja of sorts and he hold on um i just got another stance here we go oh my god sorry but um he learns this um excuse me sorry i'm like i'm playing the game as i'm like talking about the game which may not necessarily be the best decision but it's like I, I gotta fucking do something sorry but um anyways he like learns all this stuff like he, he he like kind of dabbles in what he can do and what he can't do he's like and he always kind of says to himself like at the end of this war i'm going to revert back to essentially who i was and like he he never can it's like like it's over with the way that he did combat the way that he fought you know, oh my god, I gotta kill this guy before he kills a civilian. Sorry, but, like, the way that he did battle, the way that he did combat, you know, he'll never, he'll never revert back to the samurai code, the samurai creed, and stuff like that, the Bushido code, I think that's what it's called. 
and you see him go further and further and further down that road, that path of like, you know, of just, of just winning at all odds, winning what with whatever means necessary. You constantly see him just going down further and further down that path. But more importantly than that, you see like some of the, some of like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you see him interacting with the people of Tsushima Island, right? And how essentially he becomes almost a man of the people where originally the clans, they kind of like, you know, looked out for the clans. They kind of just looked out for the families, essentially looked out for the families and certain family interests and best interests and stuff like that. And it's like you see Jin kind of like be like, no, like I'm I'm a man of the people. Like I've seen people fucking die and and do all this other shit. And I, I like I'm sick of seeing people dying. I'm sick of it. He's sick of it. Hold on. There's like this really interesting cutscene that's kind of happening. Where him and Yona or Yuna or Yona are talking about something. I also want to, like, upgrade my ghost armor. I think I'm, like, past the prologue where, um, uh, the prologue of, like, the third act where it's, like, finally I get to, like, customize the ghost armor. I'll get into that in a second. So, um, I think I was, like, talking about how Jen is, like, constantly questioning his, like, philosophy and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, and the weapons that he uses and stuff like that, the tactics that he uses, they constantly evolve and they get more assassin like and things of that nature i i forgot my place i apologize again it, like i was watching this cutscene, but um oh yeah i was talking about the clans and the the interaction between the clans and again like there's multiple points where jin kind of like has to rely on the people where he's like hey people that i've that my family has screwed over for decades Come fight for us. Come fight for us instead of for the invaders that are telling you, like, they'll give you whatever you want if you fight for them, right? And it's this very interesting predisposition because everybody has their own motivations. Like, everybody is like, no, we won't fight for you just because you're on the same island that we live on. You know, we're poor and you're rich. You neglected us. You have to do something for us. And Jen does. That's the thing. He, he he helps people that need it. He doesn't just say, hey, I'm Lord Sakai. You follow what I tell you to do. And he kind of did that at the beginning of the game. But as the game kind of goes on, he's like, I have to prove myself to the people. Because if I don't, the people won't trust me. They won't have any faith in me. Right? And you start to see the people be like, hey, that's... Lord Sakai, that's Jin Sakai. He did this. He did that. He helped me. He helped this person. He did this. He's also what's called uh, as the ghost. He's he's the ghost of Tsushima. He's this legend on the island that the people flock to. He's like Batman, essentially. He's this legend that the people flock to and that the enemies of, um, of the islanders of Tsushima, uh, they fear because, you know, he, he's... I mean, freaking, he's fucking chopping dudes' heads off. It's a little bit of a spoiler, but I mean, he is. He's, he, he becomes what 
the Mongols fear. And it's this interesting character development. It's this interesting progression of or from. Fuck, I don't have my awesome horse. Fuck. I'll. Mm, it's a spoiler. And also, I gotta upgrade. Hold on. <clears throat> I gotta fucking upgrade my clothes. I hate this armor set. Hold on. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in this new region. I'm in this new, like, city, right? And I'm trying to find somebody that can work on my armor because my armor sucks, long story short. And I wanted, and I wanted, like, I want, I want, like, like, if you know, if, if you've ever seen the cover for Ghost of Tsushima, you know that, like, like, like the cover art, I'm trying to get the cover art armor, right? So there's cover art, or not there's cover art. I mean, obviously there's cover art for the video game. But it's like there's this very, very specific armor that I'm trying to get. And I have to, like, upgrade it. Upgrade my armor. Here we go, the ghost armor. Boom, I found somebody that can help me out. And it's like um, the ghost armor, the first armor is kind of shitty. But once you upgrade it, reduces the number of kills needed to enter the the new stance that I just got. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Kills have a 15% chance to terrify nearby enemy. Terrify nearby enemy. Reduces detection speed by 40%. Yes, please. Ghost armor level 2. Oh, I have to exit out and then get back into it, right? Yeah. Ghost armor level 2. Reduces enemy detection speed by 40%. I'm guessing that's... Is it just 40% again? Oh, no. It's just reduces the number of kills to get into that specific stance. And then the final part. Kills have a 30% chance to terrify enemies. And... Yes, please. So now I have, like, the entire... I have ghost armor level 4. Which is, like, the max that you can get it to. Okay, cool. <clears throat> kind of just like looking at some stuff okay cool 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 all right all right yeah there we go so yeah Jin looks way cooler now so um all right also let me change out my mask because my mask kind of not really a big of a fan of it so also by the way in the game you have samurai masks as well right now um i have the <clears throat> the ghost mask which is like a replica of Jin's um family's mask or it's like a new interpretation i kind of just want to look at some of the masks that i have this akai mask is kind of cool the ghost mask is better what about the Guardian's scowl? Oh, yeah, that looks terrible. <laughs> I'm kind of just looking at something. At the mask that I have. Do I want to wear a mask? No. Not really. Sorry about that. Anyways, um... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, the clans and the uh, 
the story and stuff like that and how people will put faith in Jin and it's this awesome like it, there's a lot of awesome parts in the video game narrative wise when it comes to Jin and kind of I don't want to say this path towards redemption but just this new perspective on life I think that's a better way of describing it it's not like like he just changes the way that he does shit versus like what he used to do and it's this very interesting um you know just this very interesting freaking okay sorry i'm just like reading a whole bunch of stuff it's this very interesting little like you know progression from you know him kind of being a choir boy to him being the emo kid that smokes cigarettes at the back of the class you know it's just different <clears throat> I guess at least it's like his story is just it's just so interesting I guess and it's like the thing that kind of sucks about me is that I took so long to like get into the story I, I took like a really really long time for me to get um essentially like where I am now in the story and it kind of sucks because it's like again I could have figured out all this stuff a little bit over a year ago instead of like you know taking forever to get to where I am right now <clears throat> but yeah it's like that's kind of why I took that's kind of why we're like talking about video games and stuff like that over like you know hold on okay Sorry, that's why I'm, I'm, like, also looking at some steel or looking at, like, upgrades for my swords and stuff like that. But, um, anyways, that's, like, why we're, like, talking about video games and stuff like that. Because I think, like, the whole story arc of, like, Jin in the second act is so fucking good and so interesting versus, like, literally every other arc within the game. I think it's, like, worth looking at and worth talking about and, like, all that other good stuff. And I think it just, like, blows the game out of the water. I think it just, like, makes the game go from, like... Because it's, like, really the, the best... Some of the best moments of the game are the beginning. Where, you know, you kind of are, like, trying to figure out your way through the through the video game. And you're trying to figure things out. And then it's, like the game kind of slows down once you figure things out. Okay. Can I like get rid of some of this stuff? Okay. Sorry about that. But it's like, you know, the game kind of like opens itself up to you and you know, you're doing all this other stuff within the video game. Like, but at the same token, you're also like, it's hard to describe. It's, it's like on the one hand, you know, you have all this freedom to do things and go places and things of that nature in the video game and explore the world. And but but at the same token, it's like the first act to me was one of the better acts. The second act initially lost a lot of steam for me, like a lot of steam in the beginning. And it just kind of felt like it was a repeat of the first act, except with a lot more shit that I had to do, like an incredible amount of shit. And it fucking sucked because it's like, I, I don't want to have to play this game. You know, I don't want to have to like play 
and do the exact same thing that I took because I spent a lot of time on act one. Whereas like I was literally just playing like where, where essentially it's like in act one, you're leveling up Jen, you're figuring your, your way through Tsushima. You're doing all of these missions to try and like, you know, to try and like, like level up Jen and to help people. And then, um, you know, like I, I did not want to do that ever again, but you kind of do kind of don't, it's a little bit of both, you know, it's not like one, hold on. It's not like one or another. Okay. I can't, I can't play this video game and talk about it. Cause it's like, there's just, <clears throat> there's just way too much going on here. Hold on. I have to like pause it after this cutscene is over with. But it's like, I mean, this is what I was talking about. I was kind of just like riding around and there's this new side quest mission and it's a consequence of what I did and what Jin did specifically in like act one of the video game. And it kind of transitions. It's going to transition to act three of the video game, right? Where it's like, you know, there's in consequences in the sense of like certain certain things, certain like things that Jen revealed to the world, certain types of warfare, I'll say, that Jen kind of revealed to the world kind of comes back and bites him in the ass later on in the video game, right? Like literally and it's quick too. It's like, oh my gosh, it's like, wow, that was quick that literally the things that I had discovered literally come back and bite him in the ass. But it's like, that's kind of the point. It's like, you know, once you open up that can of war, once you like find these new ways to do war, it's, it, you know, it's impossible to kind of put that back. It's it's impossible to like bottle it up. Once the genie's out, you know, the, the jig is up, so to speak. It's like, okay, like people now know, you know, what to do and how to do it and how to fight and all this other crap. And you can't take it back. And I'm on a mission right now where I'm like kind of having to face that consequence. Again, kind of interesting. But I could talk about Ghost of Tsushima all day. I will say this. Uh, the combat has slowed down for me just a tad. But it also like, it's weird. It's like the combat slowed down for me as well because it's like, again, like I haven't changed up my play style that much in like a year. Like, it's, it's essentially the exact same that I played the game because I had maxed out a lot of Jin's combat abilities. But then it's like you get this new combat ability that makes fights, like, kind of easier to some, to some degree. They kind of make it easier. I won't say how and why, but they do kind of make things a little bit easier versus, like, Versus, like, at the beginning of the game. Hold on. I'm, like, looking at my charms here. Which I have a shit ton of charms, too. I have a charm of Amaterasu, which is the black flame in Naruto. I have another charm. Deal bonus damage while at 50% or less. One chimes. Throw two additional kunai. Not really. Don't really need that. Okay. None of these charms are kind of good. 
to be honest with you, which kind of sucks because it's like I don't really care that much about charms. As I say that, I'm like going through and like trying to find the best charms to use. Ghost weapons deal 20%. Attacks have a 5% chance. 15% increase. Some of these are kind of like just dumb. Oh, Charm of Resistance, that's kind of helpful. Moderately reduces damage taken while at 50% health or less. Oh, I definitely could have used some of these charms. Yeah, like some of these charms are like actually good. I have like one charm of resolve, which essentially helps my health. It like gives me more health. Abilities that use resolve have a 15% chance to refund. 15% resolve. Receiving it. I'll probably keep the charm of resolve. Charms are like these things. These are like these fitted stat things that you can put on Jin that improve his certain things and statistics and i kind of just didn't look at them for not for a long time but just at all and i kind of just collected a shit ton of charms and now i have like some charms that are like kind of broken actually hold on reduces enemy detection speed i don't really care about enemy detection speed Slowly recover up to two resolve while in combat. Okay, so let me keep the charm of resolve, charm of ferocity, moderate melee damage, breaking an enemy's defense grants. Oh, I actually like my my freaking my charms, but these are all minor. What happens if I have? Because I have like one major charm, and it's like charm of like. Hold on. What's the moderate increase? Okay, these are increased to arrow damage. Increase charge of charm of ferocity. Moderate melee increase. Okay, so I'll kind of just skip over those. But I saw like one charm that was like majorly reduces damage taken while at 50% or less. Yes, please. And there was like another one where it was like, I don't know. Or this is all damaged by a moderate charm of resistance. Now I'll check the charm of resistance to the moderate, like decrease to like health, moderate, moderate, uh, decrease to damage. So it's just like defensive statistics. Sorry that I'm, like, doing this right now, but it's, like, literally, it's, like, I just was, like, okay, I kind of got to look at some of this or else I just won't ever do this ever again. Sorry. Um, okay, 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 cool. Sorry. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, combat and stuff like that. So, sorry. I've, I've essentially not... 
I've essentially like not changed the way that I play my um the game, which is definitely a bad thing, but it's also because it's like the game really hasn't like forced me that much. Like I don't die really at all. Like it's it's a weird thing to say that I haven't changed my playstyle in over a year and I haven't like been for I haven't been forced to. Like the AI hasn't really forced me to change my playstyle. I just keep on playing the exact same way. Because I mean it's just the AI just won't fucking force me to change. And there's like good and bad in that where it's like you know the game's play style or not the the ai but just it's like again the game essentially lets you do whatever you want past a certain extent i apologize if i'm kind of incoherent it's like two o'clock in the morning but it's like the game kind of like says hey you know we're gonna give you a bunch of like missions that you can do we're gonna give you a bunch of like side objectives that you can do and you can just do it it's kind of like breath of the wild in that front where it's like you can do a whole bunch of missions and side quest missions or not and um you can have Jin be like kind of over leveled and like super strong or not and it kind of like gives you that option and if you like upgrade your sword if you upgrade if you have like some charms or whatever if you have health like it's really really fucking hard for the ai and, th and then I'll, I'll get into stances in a second but it's like it's really hard for the ai or for the enemies to like properly challenge you because you're just so fucking strong dude i mean it's really hard for them to do anything against you but um i mean then on top of that it's like you know your mechanics get better at least my mechanics have definitely gotten better since you know playing the video game But then on top of that, right, you have on top of like, you know, just things kind of on top of like you just getting um, different things within the game that are going to help you, whether it's different ghost abilities, different, you know, stances and stances are essentially just ways that Jin holds his sword. It essentially allows him to fight certain enemies different. So there's a stance against spear enemies. <coughs> Excuse me. There's a, um, a stance against spear enemies. There's a stance against uh, sword enemies. There's a stance against shield enemies. There's a stance against bigger enemies. There's a bunch of different stances within the video game. There's only four, actually. But those four are for the majority of the enemies within the game. And it's kind of like, just as when I thought that the game was kind of like being a little bit ridiculous with how many enemies sometimes... The game was like, you're going to fight this enemy or whatever. And I'm just like, no, the fuck I'm not. Are you fucking insane? What are you doing? Like, this is way too many fucking enemies. And it's like, just as the game was like, yeah, you're going to fight a shit ton of enemies. Um, and we're not just going to give you anything. And I was like, man, the game isn't giving me fucking anything to use against all of these enemies. The game was like we fucking got you we'll give you this tool and i won't spoil this tool actually it's a stance we'll give you a new stance that's going to help you fight you know a certain amount of enemies and things of that nature and you know and um we're going to give it to you you know and and you're going to use it to 
fight a bunch of enemies and there's this narrative plot that goes along with it that kind of sets a, sets you up for it and it's a really really awesome moment within the video game it's like it's like one of the better moments of the video games because that's when you kind of become the ghost that's when you become this legend this fable almost that the people like love and adore and you like it, like you seize that moment by um, I won't say how you seize it, but but it's almost like in the in the like in the throngs of defeat comes this like legend, this fable that you are, and that the people trust and admire and love, and they they like even people that weren't like super high on the clans and stuff like that of Tsushima, of these like uh, of the families, right? They were like really really low. They were like I don't really trust the clans. I don't trust the the families. I don't trust the samurai. Right, I don't trust the the guardians of the island. Who I do trust is this fable, this guy Jin Sakai. You know, I trust him because he's fucking out here, actually caring about us, like helping us out. He's fighting alongside us. He's he's fucking he's here. You know, it's like where are the samurai? Dead on a beach, or ignoring us for God knows how long. They were there, and we're here, and you know, and. Here's this fucking guy that's here to help us. And it's awesome to see. You know, because you get to see it. You, you get to see him go from. And I know I've talked about like how much Jen changed. Jen or Jen. I, I think he just goes by Jen. But I pronounce it with like an H. Jen, like the video game character. I mean, Jen, like Jen, like the video game character and like League of Legends. But it's like Jen in this video game goes to Tsushima. Like, he fucking, he fucking like, hold on. He fucking like, like rallies the people. And he would never have been able to have done that at the beginning of the game. But he just, he understands the price and the sacrifice for victory. And he'll just fucking do it. And it's awesome to see him do it. Because, again, the beach it's just like it all circles back to a lot of people dying on the beach <clears throat> so anyways uh talked a little bit about the combat the combat does grow a little bit stale i wish there was combos instead of just like three hit combos and then the combo resets or like three or two hit combos and then the combat resets I kind of wish there was some type of AOE damage, which there really isn't. Um, but it's fine. It, it gets the job done. But, um, oh my god, the narrative is so awesome. It's so fucking awesome, dude. There's, like, some really, really heartfelt moments in the video game where it's just, like, you know. Like, like I, like, shout out, by the way, shout out to Sucker Punch. Shout out to the video game developer is Sucker Punch made the infamous series back in the day in like the early 2010s late 2000s brilliant video game series the infamous series it's super weird if you don't know the infamous series it's a superhero video game series i know another superhero video game but it's like more along the lines of like morality right where it's like you play this guy cole mcgrath Who's essentially this um, this guy who gets superpowers, and you decide what he does with these superpowers? Whether he kind of becomes like a super villain, 
or a superhero kind of trying to accomplish his own goals and needs and the things of that nature on the island. Or not on the island, but in the city that he lives in. Super awesome video game. But, like, to go from that to, like, this very, very traditional take on feudal Japan. To go from, like, you know, superheroes to Jin Sakai. Conduits, excuse me, to samurai and ninjas is, like, a weird change. But they fucking nailed it. They fucking nailed it. Like, I... I have to turn it off because, again, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. I am gassed. I am very tired right now. But I am super excited, like, in a couple of hours to get up and play more Ghost of Tsushima. I do apologize, though, if this podcast, once again, is discombobulating and just weird. Again, I am super duper tired. But, um, again, again, I, hold on. Is this game still going on? Oh, no, this is a repeat. It's like, it's Miami versus the Los Angeles Lakers. I'm like, why is this game still going on? I'm like, this game should, should be over by now. Sorry, but, um, anyways, um, what was I talking about again? Again, my brain, my brain is fried. It's, it's really, really late today. But it's like, anyways, I'll wake up in a couple of hours and we'll probably go through like a news cycle day tomorrow and I'll get back to talking about sports and things of that nature. But yeah, I had to talk about my my samurai ninja guy, Jin Sakai, that I've been playing as for like seven hours straight. And I was like super surprised at how awesome it was or how awesome the game was and how awesome it picked up. I didn't think it was going to be able to pick up in like Act 2 because of how slow Act 2 started out for me was. But boy, did it pick up, and boy, is it awesome, and oh my god, Ghost of Tsushima, pretty awesome game. Um, Again, 24th podcast, I'm super tired, I'll see you, like, I'll see you tomorrow, I gotta get some, I gotta get in some good night's sleep. Some good night's sleep? Oh my god, that's how tired I am. A good night's sleep. Alright, I'll see you tomorrow. Technically today, but tomorrow, today, whatever.